This episode of The Winding Stairs is brought to you by Fossil Bluff. Hello and welcome. You have arrived at The Winding Stairs, a program dedicated to Masonic education and the art of self-improvement. Part of that self-improvement includes Masonic travel. And today we have a treat because we have two amazing brothers that are doing everything they can so you can travel safely. Today I have with me my dear brothers, Michael Radigan and Jeremy Barnes. These are the brothers that are uh, partners in Kopiri, the company that puts together Amity, the app that helps you travel safely. Michael and Jeremy, how are you doing, brothers? Good, brother. Doing Thank great. you. It's so good to see you. Uh, we're going to get engaged in a conversation about Masonic travel, specifically being able to connect with the right people as you travel. Uh, one of the things that I like about what the Amity app does is that just in the in, in your smartphone, you are able to find out what are the lodges that are near you. You can find out whether they're recognized by your Grand Lodge, if you can actually visit with them or not. And that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the functionality that this app has. But brothers, I wanted to start uh, by by asking you, how different is what we are doing today as we are implementing these technological methods of recognition and uh, and credentials to how it was at early times in Masonic history? You know, for a lot of ways, it's the same. Uh, but of course, you know, there were no computers 300 years ago, right? Uh, and we should never forget that at our core, um, what a Mason is, is what we are as, as men and as humans, right? And we can't ignore the fact that the knowledge of the grips, the words and signs are the core of that. And at the same time, the world has gotten so much smaller, right? Mm -hmm. And the question easily becomes, okay, you know, you can see all this stuff on the internet. What's to stop someone from walking into your lodge and not too many people look at the Tyler's investigation as a way for a visitor to learn about your customs, mm. right? Should you even begin to try someone if you don't already know that at least they're recognized, mm. right? And they still need to do the important parts. They still need to work through the steps, but we can't ignore the fact that we need to set a ground level. And frankly, that sort of stuff computers are better at than humans. There are 300 grand lodges and 40,000 lodges. No, no one person can be expected to know them all. Hmm. And that's where we leverage modern technology to support this age old process that needs to continue. That's excellent. And when, it, if you think about as the fraternity evolved from being a, a guild of operative Masons and become a more speculative ones, you had those modes of recognition where you knew Oh, this is one of our guys because he knows the word or he knows or he gave me the grip and I'm able to uh, recognize then you may have someone that vouch for you if you're lucky enough. But today, like you say, the world keeps on shrinking. I get on an airplane now in a couple of hours I'm in, in a completely different jurisdiction with completely different customs. How do they know that I am a brother? How do I know that they are recognized by my Grand Lodge that I'm not? violating my obligation right so we have some jurisdictions don't use deuce cards which here in the state of florida we're very familiar with you become initiated uh passed and raised to the sublime degree of master mason and you get your little card that you put in your 
two inch thick wallet, right? We we love feeding those. Uh, <laughs> and when I travel to somewhere where they don't use a dues card, they may be waiting for a patent, which is one of the modes of recognition that other places use. So Michael, wh what would you say is is one of the one of the most frequent things that that brothers are going to need in order to be able to travel safely like what are what are the uh the hurdles that they have to go through if they're going to go to a different jurisdiction and try to sit with their brothers so i think i you know throughout history we've gone through multiple <clears throat> hurdles uh you know through different exposés and that's what led even to the patents or the dues cards you know like we said we had modes of recognition and even before that we all know the saying, you know, making your mark, right? What, where does that come from? Mm -hmm. Masonic identification. So we've gone through these periods. Um, now, typically, we, you know, the protocol is you do get a traveling certificate or a patent or typically in the States here, we've, we've, we've had dues cards, which streamline that protocol for a really busy grand secretary, right? If you're a grand secretary's office and you're constantly making these certificates, Obviously, that can be a lot of work. And so I'm sure at one point they phased into dues cards in some areas and and that's alleviated a little bit of that process. Um, right now, <clears throat> we do have the ability to use Amity and this technology. We're working with many of the different member management systems that are out there similar to the old process of dues cards or certificates where there's multiple out there. And, and how do I know what a dues card looks like from Azerbaijan or from another part of the world. You know, a lot of people don't know that. So what we're trying to do is connect everyone um, and and kind of be the grease between the wheels for this process, which gives oversight to the Grand Lodge. So always follow the rules of your Grand Lodge and whatever it is for traveling. But there's over 100 jurisdictions out there now that are using Amity officially to be able to travel between jurisdictions. Yeah, I love that in the position that you guys are right now, where you have many years of experience trying to put all these disparate puzzle pieces together. And I would imagine how daunting it must have looked from the beginning. Uh, and, and I'll be. Oh, no, not, not at all. Juan. We had no idea what we were getting into. It looked really <laughs> easy to start with. You see, that's that's what I was getting to. I was going to say how how much of it was ambition and how much of it was complete darkness of understanding what you were getting into. Lunacy might be a better word. Yeah. <laughs> they say to move a mountain, start by carrying away small stones. And <laughs> I don't know if we've particularly, you know, moved a mountain yet, but we've certainly moved uh, a great many small stones. <laughs> No, that that's you awesome. know the one to 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 tie it together and and sort of <clears throat> share something that that at least I learned in a in a personal way that that illustrates the problem right I, I had um, the opportunity to go to Iceland and actually stay there for for a month and um, you know to anybody who has never been to Iceland just in general you should go uh, but the the Masonic experience in Iceland is is second to none and I you know I could fill this entire uh, discussion with stories about it but I, you know one um, will never, I'll never forget, you know, here I was in the Grand Lodge of Iceland. And of course, what's the first thing that happens? Someone needs to test you, um, you know, because past that, then, okay, great. They can, as you said, they can vouch for you to go to the next meeting and what have you. 
Well, the first you know time I get there, uh, a wonderful kind brother you know takes me aside. Great, this is what we have to do. No problem. Where are you from? Let me see your credentials, etc. And then he goes, okay, great. Well, what's the word of the first degree? And I go, tell him. And he goes, that's not right. Uh-oh. And I go, uh, I know I've been traveling for a while, but I don't think I forgot that much. And he goes, well, hold on a second. What's the word of the second degree? And I tell him, and he goes, oh. And he goes, no, 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 you've got them reversed. And I'm thinking to myself, my ritual told me about people like you. You know, and 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 here's a legitimate jurisdiction, the only Grand Lodge in that country on that island, right? And they do it not just reversed, but reversed in a way that my obligation says the ones who do it reversed are bad. You know, and and it's a telling statement that okay, we can all as as Masonic Grand Lodges trace our lineage back to UGLE, but as soon as those breaks happened, and we now have over three hundred around the world. Every Grand Lodge is sovereign and can create their own rules and make their own changes, mm-hmm. right? And over time, whether it's history, whether it's habit, whether it's, you know, purposeful changes, whatever it may be, everything's the same, but so much is different between grand jurisdictions. And that is one of the beautiful things about Freemasonry, but it's also why it's so important to have some sort of system that crosses the boundaries and says, yeah, you know what, though? No, it's okay. You do it differently, but you can still talk to each other. Yes, I've seen and I tell this story to brothers that are uh, in in positions like. Like the Tyler or they're the deacons that they are very involved in that whole trying process, I tell them one of the one of the times that I have seen a man at his most nervous in any circumstance, a grown man, complete super like losing his mind, forgetting his own name, practically was during a a trial of of you know figuring out whether he was a, a brother or not and this was a legitimate brother he had his credentials like we knew him to be a brother but he had to go through the through that through that test and having the comfort of being able to know it's like you have an application or you have a patent that shows here's the seal of of my grand lodge or here is which is what I wanted to allude to you just pull out your your Amity app, and you're able to pull out your um, your passport or show that you have you're in good standing. They can just scan it and and see whether you are in good standing or not. Can you can you give us a little insight into what the process is? Like if I just show up to to a lodge and they happen to use Amity as well, um, what what's the process like? What do they do uh, in order to to make sure that I am who I say that I am? Sure. I mean, one of the first things to mention, too, is just by the way that that's actually the most secure, because in an instant, the secretary or grand secretary can go into the system and hit a button if for some reason you are not in good standing. And immediately they would see that. Whereas, you know, in the past, you would have that certificate or dues card for another year or possibly longer. Um, mm-hmm. And and, you know, going to another area again, they're not going to know the difference that you were suspended if it's halfway across the country or world. Um, so showing up, you would use uh, the status within your Amity app. And there's three different phases. There is the 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 page that shows your QR code on it. Right. Which you would have somebody scan. Then if you move over, it'll show your profile. If you move over again, it has a built in scanner that you'd be able to scan somebody else's pass with. Uh, and that's down in the on the on the main page, the status 
icon, uh, and that can be used in over 100 Grand Lodges throughout the world. We've implemented other technology to this. One of our products is Signet, um, which you can use as well, which is a really nifty NFC ring, um, you know, kind of shows the world that we're that we're up and up on the on the on the latest technology right if the oldest fraternity out there uh we, we should have the best stuff out there Absolutely. so again uh in a number of jurisdictions you can use this signet as your official traveling certificate or dues card and it's just a ring on your finger which is which is really neat I, that's amazing I, I i love i love that and with the the passport or you know the the status page i recently had I wanted to join a Discord group and they wanted as best as they could to have some of the channels inside of the Discord uh, server to be just exclusively to Master Maces in good standing. Now, the brother who was moderating the the access to that channel, he's seen me on the Internet. Like he's known that I make all this noise on social media and I make a podcast and YouTube videos and all that kind of stuff. But he's never sat in lodge with me. He's never actually seen my dues card. And and he asked me, brother, I'm embarrassed to ask you because I feel like I know you. How how do I know you to be a Mason? <laughs> he took it. He like, took his duty really well, actually. I mean, he, in a way, he, he did what him. he was supposed to do, you know, and, the, yes. and that's it. He he didn't sit in lodge with you, and and that's that's what it takes to be able to vouch for someone. So yeah. so good on him, good on that brother. Yeah. So I said, oh, I got you. Here's you use Amity. Yeah. All right. And I took a because it, I, I did it through direct message. I just took a, a screenshot of my QR code for my status and I sent it over to him. So he was able to verify. Oh, yeah. This is and and if I'm not mistaken, it's in real time with your with the Grand Lodge. Right. Correct. And this is this is uh, we're in over 100 jurisdictions now where it's in real time. There may be some jurisdictions where we have not turned this on yet for them. And in those instances, it would probably come back yellow. It'll say needs review. If you click on needs review, it might say we need more information or it might say this Mason was verified to be in good standing on such and such a date. Perfect. And what that allows us to know is it's not in real time. It was he was verified at a particular time. So he was a Mason, right? We know that. Um, but it's not official. It's not in real time where now we're in over 100 jurisdictions where they can actually take that to the bank that it is it is a good status. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Fossil Bluff is a purveyor of uncommon Masonic artifacts, a creator of bespoke handcrafted curious creations. Their tagline, gives for today, inspiration for a lifetime, is more than just a catchy phrase. It encompasses the ideal that results from a lifetime of experiences that reach beyond the ordinary. It is the goal of Fossil Bluff to help you continue your experience through their thoughtfully crafted collection and provide like-minded individuals with items that invoke a feeling of heritage, legacy, mystery, and quality. Fossil Bluff strives to inspire each and every person that finds them with a sense of discovery and possibilities that exist in all they aspire to do. To see their collection and take advantage of the exclusive promotion they've set up just for our listeners, visit fossilbluff.com slash TWS. And now back to our show. That's that's exciting. Uh, one thing that I've uh, had encountered in the past is 
I get invited, I get invited to speak at different lodges in different jurisdictions. And it is very important for me to make sure that those lodges that I'm traveling to are recognized by my grand lodge. So when I started in, in masonry, I had to every year, uh, well, I didn't have to do it every year, but I had to have a book to go and look, okay, here's that jurisdiction. Here's the name of that lodge. And it was the guide. What is it called? I have it right here. The, the list, list of lodges Masonic. List of yep. lodges Masonic. I have an old version there. Uh, I'm due for a. Uh, they've been printing it for almost 115 years, where they had been. Yeah, look at that. it's uh, it's it's quite the tradition. Yeah, it's a, it's very handy, but you need to have that with you. So that's handy and that's very useful for the Tyler to have it in his desk and for maybe the master to have a copy as well. And that whenever someone visits, they can check, oh, here's, here is that. But for me, I have a copy, I think from 2002 or something like that. And things change. There are lodges that weren't even around or grand lodges that weren't even around then. Exactly. So there's new grand lodges or there, there are lodges that have, that are no longer there, or maybe one jurisdiction makes a decision and then my jurisdiction disagrees with it and there no longer is uh recognition or temporarily oh, there's no amity. Thing. you know so so that was a little dicey uh but now with amity you're able to see pretty much in real time whenever changes happen that is adjusted so uh, one uh, if i if i may you know there's an interesting piece here and, and i think masons are sort of still still internalizing it um you know I, I think we we all or at least those of us um you know over a certain age uh will will remember like when i used to go around and and visit my friends at other colleges and whatever i had a rand mcnally atlas in my car it was a big yellow like atlas of of the country right mm -hmm. and it had every map of every state and all the highways and what have you and then google maps came out and guess where that atlas went right in the trash <laughs> And that's not to say that the books aren't useful. They're great tools, but you're right. They're great tools in a stationary fashion, mm -hmm. right? And what we carry around with us in our pockets these days has everything up to date and much more. Mm -hmm. You know, we say all the time, look, you know, you look at somewhere like Washington, D.C., it's got six grand lodges in, you know, in, 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 in a, a square around the city because you've got D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and the three Prince Hall grand lodges. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you can't see that easily in a book, but if you show it on a map, you can see exactly where everybody is, how they're in relation to each other. Just tap on one, look at the meetings, et cetera. You know, it, it really represents the evolution of technology that we should have had 20 years ago. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're happy to be providing it now. Yeah, that's good. And, and you know I'm what sure. Amity reminds me of, Juan? I'm sorry right. to add to what Jeremy said there is it reminds me of the palace by, 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 you know, of the, the Masonic poem in a way where it's able to build and build and build on these things where before everything is separated mm -hmm. and it's not able to build on one another. Each one is its separate function where what we've been able to do with Amity is sort of build these things in a way where they're all coming together. I, I love that. And, and I, I don't envy your position when it comes to having to deal with the resistance of, uh, <laughs> technology or the aversion to technology. And I know that in our previous conversation, we we might have touched up on this, but one of the reasons why we may not have this technology for 
everywhere and have had it for a long time is because of that reluctance to actually embrace a new technology or how secure is this or how convenient it is. Like, I, don't, I can't even open up my, my camera on my phone. The good thing is like, we have brothers that can tell us, hey, this is what you do. You click here. If you travel with your, you get on a cruise ship with your wife and you land in some island in the Caribbean, you can get off and check your, you know, check your, your app and see, oh, are there any lodges down here? Are they recognized by my Grand Lodge? Let me go knock on the door. It's like so. dancing. It's like dancing. You know, until you know how to dance, you're not getting out on the floor. But once you do, you know, so you can barely get them off of it. You know, so that's 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 the approach we take. And and it just takes some time in, in, in getting people familiar and comfortable with using technology. That's, that's it. That's good. You know what? I'm you very know, happy. I, I'm very happy of what happened of the response of the older brothers through the pandemic. I don't know if you noticed this or not, but there were meetings after meetings from all over the world where brothers would come together through Zoom and and just have a conversation. And it wasn't just the young whippersnappers that are on Snapchat. No, no, it was all the brothers. Yeah, 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 it was great. It was great to see that. I'm sorry, Jeremy. No, it's all good. So. You know, I think one of the things that is um, worth saying, uh, and, and I'll, I'll use this in as, as an opportunity to share a little bit about where we're going, is, you know, we've always done the best with what we could do and what we had. But at the same time, you know, we've gotten into habits and, and habits are difficult to break and they're difficult to rethink. You know, it, it was quite normal 100 years ago to have a card file with a list of all your members in the Grand Lodge, right? And so, you know, that progresses very straightforward in a very straightforward manner to a membership management system that you have on premise, right? But now as we rethink what privacy means, there's a valid question. Does the Grand Lodge actually need to know my address? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they just need to know how to get a hold of me. Right. And they don't even need to know the information. Another way to look at it. So we're we're in the process right now of integrating for real time status and a few other means uh, with some of the larger appended bodies, um, which, you know, in, in a couple of weeks, we'll uh, we'll be announcing that. So stay tuned. Uh, but, you know, we tend to think of and let me just pick a, a, a random one. Well, actually, it doesn't even matter. Pick your appendant body. They say, okay, great. You need to have a Blue Lodge membership in good standing in order to be a member of this organization, right? Whether it's the Grotto, Tall Cedars, High 12, Shrine, you know, pick your, pick your appendant body. But at the end of the day, do they really need to know which one you're a member of? Mm. I would offer that the answer is probably no. The only reason that on the petition it says, what's your lodge name, your lodge number, and your Grand Lodge? is so that they can call the Grand Lodge and go, hey, is Jeremy actually in good standing? And get an answer, mm -hmm. right? But if they had the ability, for example, Juan wants to join Appendant Body X, great. You put in Amity, yes, I'm willing to share my information with this Appendant Body, or, or you know, we have an agreement with the Appendant Body to allow that. And the Appendant Body goes, great, we have Juan, here's his email address, check. And Amity comes back and says, yes. Nice. Well, they, their need got filled, yeah. right? And it got filled in a way that doesn't require you to give up more information than you want. Because what if you're a member of 10 jurisdictions and some of them don't like each other, mm -hmm. right? 
and it's you know I'm 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 being a little overly dramatic, but you get the point. It's yeah. like how much are we giving out, yeah. and how can we roll that back a little bit? It becomes a challenge. The challenge of really changing people's habits, asking them to look at it again and say, I know for 150 years, you've gotten the lodge and the grand lodge and what have you, but step back. What do you actually need? Mm -hmm. Rethink that. And can we serve that in a way that respects our brother's privacy? And I think we can. That's, that's excellent. That's excellent. Hey, I've, I've always admired what you brothers are doing that you are just pushing forward. This is a complicated task. It's, it's very, it has its own uh, challenges and you're not shying away from it. And I appreciate that you're doing that. I am all for technology. You guys know this. And, and I want to see our lodges continue to adapt to all these changes that are happening in the world. I see lodges that are just now starting to open a Facebook page. Listen, that ship sailed. You need to open a TikTok account or you need to open a Snapchat or whatever the next thing is. And I appreciate that you guys are making it simple enough, making it robust enough so that people can get everything that they need and that they're not uh, in shock about having to learn. There's, there's not a giant learning curve. This is something that's in your pocket and all you want to do is travel and you want to travel safely. So Michael, Jeremy, thank you so much for, for that. Uh, Jeremy, go ahead. Uh, so just one quick thing that, that's specific, you know, since you're in Florida, um, you know, we, we are working on integrations with the Grand Lodge. And one of the things that's that's coming that I think, you know, we've already announced. Um, so so you'll be hearing about it soon is the ability for you to update your personal information in Amity. And that goes directly to the Grand Lodge. Perfect. And oh, by the way, it may also go to some dependent bodies as well. Right. So, again, when we're talking about simplicity, how can we help you have a one stop shop and at your pace? share this information. I mean, that, that's what Amity's is built for, as Michael said, to, to help grease the wheels and, and not have to go to 17 different, you know, organizations and say, oh, I, you know, let me file my USPS address change card with you. No, this is 2022. We should be able to do this without anyone talking to each other. <laughs> yep. Yep. That, that's, that's true. Now, if um, w let's say, for example, a brother listening to this conversation he says, oh, man, I wish we had that. We don't we don't have access to that. It may be that they have access to it and they're not familiar with it because they haven't heard it or someone hasn't walked them through. What would be the next step for them to to make sure that their lodges is are using this technology? And if not, how how do they go about getting perhaps their grand lodge or their jurisdiction to get involved in this? They can always reach out to us at support at com, and we could try to shepherd them through the process, whether they have a Grand Lodge administrator or they have automated systems in place or they don't. Uh, if they don't, we, you know, we ask for assistance in sharing about about Amity, um, you know, go to their Grand Lodge. Any questions they have, we're more than happy to bring them up to speed on, on what we're doing. Uh, but really just reaching out to us. Um, it does help having a lodge administrator. Certain jurisdictions have, you know, different rules on who can be an administrator. So again, if they just reach out to us, we'd be more than happy to uh, to walk them through that process. And one I'll say for those uh, that are watching this as a video, um, the QR code over my shoulder here uh, is a simple way to do that. Just, uh, just scan that. That'll bring you to the download page for Amity. Uh, it's a, a quick process, a couple questions to get you signed up for the app. Um, and a lot of times that will tell you right away, right? If you put your member number in the app and then you go to your status page, 
uh, if your status shows up as green, for example, or, or red, if you know we can't match your name or whatever, um, you know you've got a, a real-time connection with your grand launch. Uh, and if not, Michael's absolutely right. Uh, some of this is just, you know, it's, it's old-fashioned person-to-person, mouth-to-ear, uh, and we're, we're happy to help with that process. That's excellent. Um, so the main hub where brothers can find out, for those who didn't have access to the QRA code, they can go to uh, Amity copiri.com and copiri c-o-p-i-r-i.com correct or other app store search for amity and you'll find it at google play and the app store excellent uh, brothers thank you so much for that hard work and i, I appreciate you uh, helping with florida being on on the cutting edge of technology that it's uh, near and dear to my heart so i appreciate it so, brothers, thank you so much for your time. And for the brothers listening and watching, thank you, as always, for supporting The Winding Stairs. Uh, one of the ways that you can support is, like, if you find this conversation interesting, if you find it informative, make sure to put this in your Lodge's blog. Go to your Lodge's uh, Facebook page and share the link uh, so that brothers can learn a little bit more about the things that we are doing here at The Winding Stairs. Um, sharing, liking, subscribing in your favorite platforms helps a lot. And one of the things that helps a lot is if you support our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Fossil Bluff. They have amazing, amazing collectible uh, items that they design in-house that you have to check it out. You get a special discount for being one of our loyal supporters. Just go to fossilbluff.com slash TWS and you'll have a promo code there that you can use. Uh, Michael, Jeremy, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I look forward to hearing from you guys later on as you keep on rolling out things. The Winding Stairs is your house, so make sure to stay in touch. Thank you, Juan. Thank you, brother. It's a pleasure. So as always, thank you guys for being here in The Winding Stairs. And until next time, may your steps be firm and your path illuminated as we continue our journey up The Winding Stairs. Mm -hmm.